0: Throws to the back of the end zone, and it is.
1: Off for a touchdown by Holmes. all your latest sports news and commentary, you're listening to the TNT Podcast with your hosts, Tyler Layfield and Torres Finney.
2: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the TNT Podcast with your boy, Torres Finney. And my co host Tyler Layfield. What's
1: up, What's Tyler? Up? What's up? Nothing much, man. It's it's That's the right, time baby. of the year, the NBA draft. Hey, we got to talk uh-uh. it,
2: man. Hey, it is that time of the year. And guess what? You know, you've only brought two guests. They're not really guests. They're like family. I've been on this show long enough. Jackson mm. and Zach are here again, man. What's up, y'all? What's up, oh, man? Good, good. But you're right. Now, this is an unusual time. Let's be honest. This is a little unusual. We don't usually be doing any type of drafting in November, December at all. But, you know, COVID don't switch a few things up. So, the NBA draft is about to happen. Oh, that's really interesting, to be honest with you. So, uh, I mean, that's a lot of questions, to be honest with you. You know, a lot of these teams didn't get a chance to see these guys play in March Madness. Um, Some of them didn't – well, you had a few teams finish their conference. But -hmm. besides that, I mean – you know, a lot of people want to see what happens when you play under pressure. You know, you yeah. win game situations. And you didn't get a chance to see that from a lot of these guys. So, it's going to be really interesting to see how this mock draft goes. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be really interesting. Yeah, so. we're going
1: to see if there's some overthinking going on with these scouts. Because I know they, they didn't get to do a whole lot of in-person stuff. So, there's been a ton of, you know, going back and watching tape. So, we'll see if anybody ends up thinking overthinking a little and uh, maybe talking themselves out of somebody they should have picked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So, let's get into a mock draft here. We got four guys here, so we're just going to rotate every you know, every other pick. So, uh, we'll start it off with our two guests here today, though. Zach, you're going to kick us off here at pick number one, the Timberwolves. Who do you got them picking here?
3: So, with most of these first-round picks, you know, we're going to see traits and areas and all that, and I think the Timberwolves would love to get a young star uh, to add to their core. But... In all likelihood, I don't think, you know, the number one pick's worth trading up for. So, with the number one pick, I have been taking Anthony Edwards, shooting guard out of the University of Georgia. Oh, uh, so Okay. He's the best plug-and-play guy right now of the, the kind of the upper tier rookies that, you know, we've been discussing between Wiseman and Ball would be the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I think he's the one that fits in that group the best just because LaMelo is such a primary ball handler. You'd have to convince D'Lo to give up the ball to – Make LaMella ball work in Minnesota, and I think this is a Timberwolf team that wants to compete in the West next year. And I think Edwards gives them the best chance to do that. So,
1: yeah, I, I could definitely see that. It's going contrary to what a lot of other people are going for. I see a lot of people saying ball. Yeah, uh, I've been but, playing
3: ball a lot too. But we're going to surprise a few folks. I think, yeah,
1: I think you're going with the smarter choice here. What do you guys think? Um,
2: I ain't a lot. I'm a little shocked on that one. Um, oh because I actually had Anthony Edwards as one of my other picks. But um, the fact that you threw him on in there, that's (laughs) interesting. I mean, I love the boy, you know, from Georgia. I've heard – I mean, I've seen some of his games. Pretty good three-point shooter. Um, He's more of a pass-first point guard. Um, But, I mean, from the looks of I mean, you know, I would say teams try not to make that same mistake as the Hawks did – well, as a, a few teams did with Luka. I mean Lamelo did play against a few pros already. Now are they up to NBA standards? Probably not. But Luca did the same overseas and people still pass up on him. And you saw what Luca's doing now for the Mavs. And I, I don't want to compare that, put that same thing on LaMelo, but I think LaMelo don't have enough experience. Plus, I mean, seeing his brother. I mean, mm-hmm. there's not there's not like Lonzo that bad in the NBA. I mean, he's still a decent basketball.
1: He said his ups and his downs.
2: Yeah, he has up to now. I mean, yeah, we can't act like he's all that. Yeah, but of course, I mean, of course, it's something. I mean, Lamelo be beating him a lot of times on the one Now, we can't call Lenzo a score, but we see how Lamelo can score. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much that's gonna transition to the NBA. We haven't seen him in college, so it's gonna be really interesting. But that was that was an interesting pick. I like the Edwards. I like yeah. that.
0: What about you, Jackson? I like the dogs, man. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I I think there's, there's no clear cut best fit on here. I mean, I think you you talk about LaMelo, he's a primary ball handler. I don't necessarily know that D'Angelo Russell's good enough to where you can say, well, I don't want to take him and, just because he's the more talented player, Mm -hmm. Wiseman definitely does not not fit. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns is going to be there for a long time, and I just don't think Wiseman has as high a ceiling, obviously. And then Edwards, I think, makes the best fit. I still worry because I think there was a lot of offensive struggles for him at Georgia and a lot of inconsistency. But, I mean, I I don't hate it. I think it'll be one of those three guys, I can definitely say. But I don't think Mm -hmm. there's a clear cut best fit for Minnesota here.
1: Yeah, well, uh, while you got the mic here, uh, give us your pick here at number two with the Golden State Warriors.
0: Yeah, so to preface this, I 100% expect this pick to be given away. But for the sake of the mock draft, I've got him taking James Wiseman out of Memphis. Um, I know he only played three games. You know, I think his talent, he he has a lot of it. I know he's not the best outside shooter, but I think on Golden State as they're currently constructed, they're going to be going for titles and obviously not rebuilding. And with Steph Clay and Draymond back, I think they're going to want a guy that can play in the paint, can can run the floor, and protect the rim. And I think he fits that the best. I think Edwards probably has a higher ceiling, but he's not available. And Lamelo Ball, I think, would just not be a good fit. I mean, they just there's not enough uh, space to move the ball around, and I I think he would suff, make them suffer a little bit on defense. So I think Wiseman's the best fit here. But again, I, I 100% expect this pick to be traded.
1: Yeah, um, I definitely see that as well. That's like the one hole that they need to feel before I could see them potentially taking the championship from the Lakers. Everybody's talking about they need to get a big guy to be able to go against yeah. Anthony Davis. I mean, he's not going to be the best guy to go against him just because of the inexperience. You know, he's still a young guy. But, you know, there's worse ways to start it off. You know, he's, he's got a ton of athleticism, ton of upside. And I know, like you said, we didn't get to see much of him just because of all the NCAA allegation scandals, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, yeah, special guy right here. He fits with the need that they have. And I, I agree with you here. I think that that pick probably ends up getting traded. But um, we'll have to see come draft night.
3: What about you, Zach? He's a young springer, JaVale McGee. I think it fits, man. So Yeah, Bob City. <laughs> All right, Torres. You know uh, I don't talk about that one. I thought you would
2: have gave him a little bit more props. You said JaVale McGee. I mean, he, he, I mean he, –
3: McGee on a uh, crack. You know, he's a little bit, you know. On crack. Yeah, on okay.
2: Crack.
3: <laughs> you know, he's on crack. He's, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the floor for uh, James Wiseman is JaVale McGee, so.
2: Okay. But it's not cool. a bad
3: floor.
2: Okay. I mean, yeah, I've seen some of his game. I mean, hey, he's he's a finisher, rebounder. Man can actually, you know, do some stuff with the ball. Not up to, you know, Anthony Davis type level, but he, mm-hmm. he can handle the ball a little bit himself and, I mean, let's say if the Duke Warriors can't find nobody to trade that second pick. I mean, that wouldn't be bad for him to get a big man, you know, implement him into the system. So that would be bad. I would like to see that. That could be an interesting pick for Warriors.
1: Yeah. All right. Well you while you right here, uh you got the number three pick with the Charlotte Hornets. Who would you go with here?
2: Well, um, you know, my boy don't took my freaking pick. Oh. but um Anthony Edwards. But um, I'm going to go with this guy from USC. His name is Onyaka Ognagwe. Yes.
3: Okay. Okay. I'm I can go with it. not me, man.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. A, can anybody – can y'all pronounce his name? I'm going to say
1: Onyeka Ognagwe. That's what I'm going to okay. say. Onyeka yeah.
2: Ognagwe. Okay. <laughs> well, I've seen some of his game, and he's a, he's a big boy. And this guy is really athletic. He's really good on the defensive end. I mean, he's, I mean, look, big man, add him to the Hornets. You'll have a, a lot of different pieces there already. I look at his size. A lot of people compare him to a little bit to Bam Adebayo. They do. I mean, they're about the same height, about the same weight. Look like they both got 7'2", uh, you know, 7'2 wingspan. So, I look at him, he got pretty good footwork. You know, look like he's really good on the ball. So, I'm looking at him. I look at more of him on the defensive end for the Hornets. And the Hornets could use that i mean he probably don't put up a lot of points but they can actually add some to the defense
0: so it'll be pretty interesting to see mm. okay jackson what's your take on that pick yeah i mean i think charlotte unlike like minnesota i think they can just take best available here and i would probably say it's a mellow ball but i don't think we can go wrong here because charlotte just they have a ton of pieces here and there but this is they've kind of been waiting to get into the top three because they've had a lot of draft misses and stuff. I mean, the last time they were in the top three, they took Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. Mm. And they, they've they just been kind of looking to to get yeah. that superstar because they've had some bad salary cap decisions. They've been kind of been stuck in that. So Charlotte really, really needs to hit this pick here. And I know this isn't the best draft to get a top three pick, but, I mean, I don't, I don't think you can go wrong with that pick there.
3: Yeah. Zach, what do you say? Yeah, I think they stay in that tier and they go LaMelo. Uh, Devontae Graham's a nice fit. I don't really think scary Terry Rozier is really elite. So I think they go guy with the highest ceiling, you know, MJ's looking for a star in Charlotte. So. Okay. All right. Well, um, I, I like the
1: pick. I think like Jackson said, you can't go wrong here. Um, I have heard, heard a lot of talk about this. Uh, this guy He's a great prospect. I've definitely heard the bam out of bio comparison. So, I mean, after this past year's finals run, you know, who wouldn't want a guy like that on the team? Uh, I definitely didn't see myself having LaMelo ball here on the board uh, coming up here with my number four pick with the bulls. Nope. I really did. I really didn't. So, Oh man, with the bulls here, I, I think I got to go with them. Um, I do like some of these other prospects, but I mean, if LaMelo Ball's sitting there, I don't think I see the bulls hesitating. I see them going after this guy, pairing him up with Kobe white, Zach Levine, Lori uh Wendell Carter, Jr. You know, they got some pieces there and they can definitely, right now with what they have, they do have some good pieces to kind of build around. They can take the chance on LaMelo Ball here and see what he can do. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a no-brainer here. Got to go with LaMelo Ball.
2: Question, so Tyler, who, uh-huh. who did your have?
1: Oh, man, I was going to talk about him a good little bit coming up, but I, I had them taking the guy from overseas, Denny Adija. So, um, and I didn't like the pick at all. I, I like the playmaking he has here, um, and I think he has a little bit of, you know, I was, I was prepared to make the whole Lucas Bill. He's got some professional experience. He can bring that over. Um, it's just I don't know if Chicago's – you know, it all depends on their strategy here. Are they trying to win now, or are they trying to have the best player to where they can kind of hit the highest peak, if you will,
2: and I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I see them maybe shoot for the stars here and go on LaMelo. Yeah, any takes from you guys here on that one? <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: I, I think that would be the absolute best-case scenario for Chicago because, I mean, I think there's been rumors that they want to move up to get him, so to mm-hmm. have him fall in their lap would be pretty good. Uh, I do wonder about the fit because, you know, they did take Kobe White last year, but I, he's a guy I don't think you necessarily say, well, we got Kobe White, so I'm not going to take a really talented player. I don't think mm-hmm. he's that good.
3: Well, um, it's a, a new front office, too, so who knows how. True. You yeah, coach. That's
0: right. I yeah. do worry. I mean, that, that would be some horrendous uh, backcourt defense between Ball, Levine, and White. I mean, that would be yeah, like... It would. <laughs> it, it would. Uh, but, I, I mean, I think he's the most talented player in the draft. I mean, I think his passing ability is off the charts. I don't think he's necessarily a great shooter, but I think he finishes well. So, mm-hmm. I think it's a good pick for Chicago. If, if it happens. happens.
1: Yeah, if it happens. We'll see. Uh, I, I was fully prepared to go with the with the boy from Israel, though, Denny Adia. So... Uh, without further ado, let's go to number five pick. We'll go with the Cleveland Cavaliers here. Zach, who do you have them taking?
3: Let's go with a little bit of star power here. You know, the the Wendy's Wooten Award. Isn't that the, the name of
1: The Wooten Award. Yeah, isn't that it? Uh, I believe it's the Wendy's. I, I think they yeah, sponsored
3: still. The Award. Okay, that's the main thing. I just want to make sure I wasn't butchering that. Yeah, but <laughs> We'll go with Obi Toppin for uh, Cleveland here. He gives them okay. a little star power there. Kind of an experienced guy, somebody for – <clears throat> those two young guards up there for them to, you know, kind of target. So, you know, I could definitely see Denny vida here, but or I, however you say their Israeli guy's name. Yeah. But we'll go with uh, Obi Top. and I think, I don't know, I, you kind of know what he is. He mm-hmm. could, in the best case, kind of be, I don't know. I've What I've seen is it looks like Amari Stoudemire, worst case maybe John Collins down in Atlanta. So, you know, I think that's a solid pick for a rebuilding Cavs team. So. Okay. Yeah, I see a
1: lot of Aaron Gordon in there too. A little bit of a uh, little bit of Blake Griffin, Aaron Gordon, the guy you could just lob it up to and have him finish it off. I, I do wonder how he translates here because I know he was used to running pick and roll. He does have that six eight frame, so mm-hmm. you could see them maybe use him kind of like Montrezl Harrell. Um, the you know how the Clippers have used him in the past, but you wonder does that work?
3: Pick and rolls for uh, you know who are they? Darius Garland? Sexton and, and Garland? Yeah.
1: I could see it. I mean, it could fit there with uh with Kevin Love and I think Andre Drummond may be coming back. I believe he opted into that. He should if he didn't. Um, <laughs> what about
2: Colin Sexton? Colin yeah. Sexton?
1: Yeah, he'll be able to lob them up to him and let him go after it. So I, I like the pick here. It's pretty safe. Um, yeah, I could definitely see Cleveland going that way. What about uh, Torres, Jackson? Do you have anything to add to it? No, I mean, I'm, I'm looking
2: at that right now and I'm just looking at what, you know, what do Cleveland really have to add to that? You know, I mean, Cleveland still ain't got much. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see how they do in the draft. They don't they're not known for good management. They got lucky. They picked LeBron and that was it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That Kyrie wasn't a bad pick either now. Come on. Oh well,
2: okay. Anthony
1: I, I, Bennett was a big, big valley for them, but I, Kyrie was I amazing. mean, that's an
2: old saying. When you consistently get the number one pick every year, eventually you're gonna be right. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. would think. Yeah. <laughs> like the Browns.
3: So yeah. get <laughs> those no brainers, man. Like Yeah. Oh, they would have been dumb not to take LeBron. Like, it was obvious, you know. Yeah, you got to.
0: Um, So, Jackson, anything to add to that either? Uh, I mean, I hate to kind of be the downer here, but I'm just – Obi Toppin is just not one of my guys in this draft. I mean, I think he's a really good college player. To be honest, he reminds – he's just a really good scorer. I think the defense is never going to be there. And I'll be honest, he kind of reminds me of uh, Kyle Kuzma, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I think he'll be a volume Mm -hmm. scorer at times. And to be able to get you maybe twenty point games, but I just don't think it's going to justify putting him on the floor for a lot of minutes because of the yeah. streak. But I could totally be wrong here. But another, another name,
1: uh, Jabari Parker. For some reason, that's another name that comes to mind too. I can see that. Yeah. High offense, and you don't know what you're really getting on defense. So they're we'll, similar in size too. I, yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. The
3: main concern is kind of the age. You know, he's going to be 22 at the draft. So exactly. yeah, yeah, I don't know. Spend a top five pick on a guy who's already 22, but true. True. Well, uh, now
1: we make our way to the hometown team pick, and who else but to pick this but Jackson. We got the Atlanta Hawks here at number six. Who do they go with?
0: Yeah, so I was worried that Zach was going to take him for Cleveland, but he's not. So I'm going to take forward from Auburn, and I hope I'm saying this right, Isaac Okoro. Uh-huh. I think, you know, I, I know the Hawks have taken a lot of 3 and D guys kind of in the past few years with DeAndre right. Hunter and Cam Reddish last year. And they're kind of looking for maybe a guard here to then maybe take some of that ball handling off Trey Young because backup point guard was atrocious for the Hawks last year. I mean, they yeah. got Jeff Sieg in the trade, but he he did not play well last year. Um, Devin Fussell from Florida State another guy I really could see them going for here, Tyrese Halliburton out of Iowa, Iowa State could be guys that fit here. But I think there's also a high likelihood that the Hawks trade this pick, a lot less likely than Golden State, because I think Atlanta, if they're not overwhelmed with a trade offer, they could use one of these guys to keep growing. And I Mm -hmm. think Amor could step in because the the Hawks can have have the ability to score. Their defense is just terrible. And I think making your team defense better because Trey Young's not going to be good at defense ever. I mean, you're just going to have to accept that. He's going to be among the league's worst probably year in and year out. And you're going to have to find ways to counter that by surrounding... Uh, him with t- talented defensive players to kind of help the team out, so I think Acora would be the pick there.
3: Okay, Exactly. three D guys, so I'm all for it. You know, okay,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't mind the pick here myself. I like where you're going. You got to try to bolster up that defense. Um, I'm, I am a little shocked you passed up on uh, on Halliburton and uh, Biha because I've heard a lot of you know smoke about them. Seen a lot of smoke about you know how high people are valuing them. Um, you know, the plug-and-play kind of, guys, you could say. Uh, but I guess you, you could say, uh, is Atlanta going for more win now, or are they trying to still do this build? What do you guys think is coming from Hawks fans? Win now. Win now.
0: So.
2: They'll make the playoffs. I think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, next year. I do the think playoffs.
0: they will. Pretty solid. I don't know that they will. I mean, I, that'll be a discussion maybe for another podcast. But, I mean, just think of who's coming back in the East. All the, all the teams that made the playoffs this year – are probably going to make it, and then I mean, you kind of got the elephant in the room with Brooklyn. I mean, they're going to be a really good team next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're good last year. I don't know, Ma- Magic. Um, I don't know. I'm not Magic too huge team. You know, they were the AC. The Hawks will have to overtake them, but I mean, like Philadelphia, Miami. What does Washington
1: West? look like with Bradley, Bill, and John Wall? Exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, the only teams I think that are that don't have a chance to make the playoffs in the East next year is like the Knicks and the Cavs, unless something weird happens in the next week or two. Yeah.
1: Okay. Torres, did you have anything to add to this one?
0: No, I agree. You're
1: honest? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Torres, it is, uh, it is up to your pick here. Pick number seven. Uh, you're picking for Detroit here.
2: For Detroit, I mean, this is I mean, y'all made it hard on I me. Mean, so, for Detroit, I'm going to go Tyrese Hale Burton, Haley Burton. Okay. I mean, um, I mean, the man, he's a guard. I mean, he's He's pretty interesting. And it will be really interesting to see uh for the Pistons. Um, I look at the Pistons and uh with them, you know, they got Dwayne Casey add on to the fact that uh I mean, I don't know who who are I'm trying to think. I mean you got guys like Derrick Rose,
1: Luke Kennard, Derek Rose, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Mm-hmm.
2: Well they can add add a few pieces, uh pieces to it. So I think um Tyrese would be a, probably a good fit for him. Y'all made this hard on me because when y'all take some of my picks, I don't know it. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Got to call an audible, Torres. Yeah, you probably got to call a big-time audible, yeah. But I I, I like Tyrese. I
1: like him. I will say this. You can't go wrong with him there. They're saying he's a guy that, honestly, a lot of people value him as like a top-five pick. So, to get him there, I think that'd be a steal. He's a great scorer. Could definitely fit what they need there. Um, Yeah, you can't go wrong with that pick. It's pretty safe, I'd say. Zach or uh, Jackson, y'all got anything to add to that one?
0: I mean, they will be a team to watch possibly trading up. I mean, I, they, there's been a lot of rumors there. And I think the Pistons are kind of hard to project because they, they are such a hard, an odd roster to me. I mean, like Blake Griffin, when he's healthy, I mean, he was an all-NBA player just two years ago, correct? I mean, because he had one of the Yeah, it was long ago. Career, but I, there's just not much there. I mean, Luke Kennard's a pretty good shooter. I don't know. I don't even know if I'd call him pretty good. hmm Stanley Johnson never just quite developed the way they wanted to, so I just think Detroit's on a in an odd spot, and I I could see them if the offers right, maybe just fire selling their team, yeah, and, and yeah. starting from scratch. Okay,
1: uh, all right. So number eight pick, I'll be picking here for the New York Knicks, uh, dumpster fire that is the New York Knicks, and I never mm-hmm. thought that I would. I mean, honestly, never thought I'd have this guy. So I'm gonna the guy that I was gonna take early. I'm gonna take him now, Denny Adia. I'm going to take him here now. He's six foot nine frame. He's another one of these guys. I mean, the Knicks have been known to take a guy from overseas, uh, take a chance on him, a la uh, Chris Porzingis. It's another guy that can score really well. I like the way he shoots, his shooting motion. Um, He's a playmaker, has that uh, experience playing professional overseas. And, I mean, here lately it doesn't look like he can go too wrong picking some of those guys. So um, I think they'd welcome him in, James Dolan. He's known to pull some some crazy stuff out. But um, I think if any of lands right there, I don't see them not taking him. I think they would go for him right here. Um, to me, that's a no-brainer. But what do you guys think?
3: Listen, man, you're getting star power there, like your best player available. So, you know, Knicks can't really go wrong as long as they just don't miss. So, Yeah. I'm a- okay. All right.
0: So – the poor Zingas is a good, you know, foreign pick. But let's not forget the disaster that was Frank Nidala-Kenya either.
3: Yeah, Frankie Smokes.
0: A uh, uh, pretty bad pick. And, I mean, they picked right around the same range, I think, when they picked him. So, I don't think he was I disagree with the pick. I don't know a ton about this guy. I mean, a lot of the overseas guys are just kind of hard to project sometimes. I mean, I mm-hmm. think I'm more confident about Luca and his abilities. But I, I've kind of – I'm not good at projecting these uh, overseas players, to be
1: honest. Tony, take a look at the guys' highlights here after this. I think, I think you'd like what you see. Frank, I knew that was a mistake when they did that. They should have picked Dennis Smith, Jr. over, over him. Uh, but it turns out that it didn't really matter who you picked at that point because <laughs> Dennis Smith, Jr. hasn't panned out either. So, um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it necessarily really matters here. But next pick, we got number nine, the Washington Wizards. John Wall coming back, Bradley Bill having his pop-off season. Zach, who do they go with here?
3: Let's go with the first of two potential Florida State lottery picks here. Let's go with Devin Vassell. Okay. Um, great 3 and D guy. It gives them an opportunity to continue running um, that John Wall Bradley Bill core, you know, and another shot to make a playoff run. And then it eventually opens up a door if you do want to make it the Bradley Bill trade because Devin Vassell can play the two for you. So, mm-hmm. I think it just makes a lot of sense. It's a nice prudent move by Washington. Surround some of their younger pieces with more talent. So,
1: Okay. Yeah. I I like the pick here. He's been a pretty proven guy. A lot of people are high on him. Um, They, you know, rave about these Florida state guys. They're constantly pouring these guys into the league and um, you know, they got that breed to them where they're a lot of times they're kind of ready. So, you know, we can see a lot of these guys in the league products uh, from Florida state. Um, So, yeah, I think he'd be a guy that's good and ready to go. Don't know how he would quite fit just yet, but you can't go wrong with picking a guy like that here. Let's see. So we'll move on to the next pick. Number 10, Jackson, the Phoenix Suns. Almost making the playoffs this year, making a big run. Uh, They've been involved in a couple rumors here recently, trying to get some veteran help. But who do you see them taking here uh, to possibly be that piece to push them over the top?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, this is a guy I didn't really expect him to be here. I know a lot of people have a lot of wide-ranging opinions of him, but I'm going to take the guard from France, Killian Hayes. I think he would be a really good fit beside Booker. Um, I could see Phoenix possibly trying to trade up. I could see them trying to trade this pick to get uh, some veteran help. I really don't have a good read on what Phoenix wants to do. Mm-hmm. I think because they, they, they did look so good in the bubble and almost made the playoffs, I think you could see them have a concerted effort to push, kind of push their chips in the middle here because they don't want Devin Booker kind of getting restless and leaving. So I, I, I don't know that they keep this pick, but if they do, I think it would be best to pick Hayes.
1: Yeah, uh, I like the potential of Hayes here a lot. A lot of people rave about his scoring ability. I mean, let's take a look at their roster. I mean, what they're running Rubio right now. Uh, they got Javon Carter kind of backing him up, just a role player. But then you got Booker. You got um, DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton, Bridges, uh, Cam Johnson. I mean, Kelly Oubre didn't even play in the in the bubble, yeah, and I that could have been him. maybe the missing piece.
3: Oh. Yeah. So, uh, anything to add, Zachar uh, Zach Torres? I oh, like the pick, man. You got to find point guard helping Phoenix, and Killy Hayes is a bit of a project. But I mean, you got mm-hmm. um, you got to find something there. So. Either way, it sounds like they're
1: going to be filling that need one way or another, um, a la Chris Paul rumors here recently. So maybe that pick will be traded to um, obtain him. Uh, so next up, we got number eleven, San Antonio. Been hearing some rumors about them possibly. Uh, dishing off DeMar DeRozan, maybe Lamarcus Aldridge to mm. a certain warrior team. Mm. Um, but they've been drafted really well these past few years. Uh, Torres, who do you see here that can maybe fit that system that pop runs?
2: Um, well, since you were saying that, um, them potentially probably letting go of guys like, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, um, I would go with Patrick Williams another Florida State boy. Okay. Um, I look at him, um, he has he has he's a forward. Um, I think I think that what is missing, you know, a little bit within the system of uh, of pop. But this this forward, I mean, with him, he's more of an outside shooter um, than working his inside game. I think with Tim Duncan being there, he'll get a chance to work the inside game. Um, he is he's six he's six eight, so he's a little shorter. He, he'll mm-hmm. be very similar a little bit to what Kawhi was, but he's more he could be more like a forward type guard type player so he'll be really interesting to see but i like patrick williams for spurs
1: yeah a little bit of a three and d guy he's been rising up people's boards uh supposedly uh number 12 i'll be picking here for the sacramento kings uh so far we've been doing pretty good i think that everybody's been drafting pretty well but with the kings they've been known to m- make a mistake or two um <clears throat> not taking uh luca and uh <laughs> you know going with who? who is it they took over uh over luca was it was it Bagley? Or was it yeah it take it Marvin to Vladi Divac going out there and picking Bagley over uh Luca? I mean, as Hawks fans, we you know, you guys feel bad about trading that pick away, but I mean imagine doing something like that. I think that's even worse.
0: Well, at least at least Trey Young is a really all is a borderline all NBA player and we got a top ten pick out of a two and two camera. Exactly.
1: We still yeah. Have so yeah. yeah. Uh, So, yeah, the Kings here. So, talk about them here for a second. I know that they may be losing out Bogdan Bogdanovich. He's a restricted free agent. Apparently, the market's hot for a guy like him. Uh, Sharpshooter guy that can play some defense. So, they may have to fill that need, and I think you can look no further than Aaron Naismith. I believe he's from Vanderbilt. Uh, A lot of people regard him as, like, the best shooting guard here in the draft. They say he can shoot the lights out. Uh, He could fill that need. They're looking to maybe get rid of Hill anyway. So, Bringing a guy like him that can come in and shoot in a three-point shooting league, I think he can't go wrong. So um, I'll go with him here. So next up, we'll go to Zach with the New Orleans Pelicans, the bright future that is. The people that had the first pick last year with Zion Williamson. Who would you go with here?
3: All right, you're killing me, man. It's gonna take me a second. I really didn't think you're gonna take Naismith from me. I really oh want no! Zion, there. <laughs> Make an audible. I guess my backup plan would be Sadiq Bay. Uh, yeah, uh, I think he's out of what Villanova. Yeah. yeah, Villanova. He's kind of maybe not as good of a shooter as Naismith, but he's kind of that three D mold guy. Um, you know, I'm trying to surround Zion with people that can space the floor. So um, I'm not I'm looking at this, and I'm not sold on Kyra Lewis or you know Tyrese Maxey necessarily. So I'm just going to go ahead and go with Sadiq Bay.
1: Okay, can't go wrong with those Villanova boys. They got that that championship breed in them. These past few years, winning those two championships here, so not bad. All right, so moving on to Jackson, at the number fourteen
0: pick, the Boston Celtics, their first of three, right? Right. Yeah, and I gotta, I gotta. The sense of irony here, you know, I got to pick for my favorite team and now I get to pick for the team that I absolutely hate the most. The uh-uh. So, you know, I could just screw them over here, but I think they'll go for the guy that, uh, you know, we thought would be in the top five last year. And that's going to be Cole Anthony, point guard from North Carolina. Ooh. He really kind of broke it up this past year at North Ooh. Carolina. They weren't good as a team, but they really, they really need a backup point guard. And I think at least his ceiling is high enough. I think. You're at the point of the draft now where a lot of guys are going to possibly reach, you know, like we see every year. And if they yeah. have a high ceiling, they'll take them because, I mean, the NBA draft can be a bit of a crapshoot compared to the NFL. So, I mean, I think that's the direction Boston would go. But they've been rumored to want to be trading up. So, you could see movement here, too. Okay.
1: All right. Uh, so, yeah, the first of their three picks, you got them going Cole Anthony. I mean, they do got Kimba there, but you're gonna, you still got a plan for the future here, right?
0: Well, yeah, and it's that, and they just – Whenever Kimba was off the floor, they had a lot of time with backup ball handling. So Barnumaker. I think, yeah, exactly. Barnumaker. I mean, exactly my yeah, point. Yeah, Smart. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Smart. Yeah, Smart. Smart was playing more of a two. Uh, but, yeah, he kind of had to run the point every now and then, too, when Kimba. But, yeah, uh, I guess it doesn't hurt to have more ball handlers. Um,
0: so. you. didn't see to get hurt, too. Don't forget that.
1: Yeah, true that. So uh now we so that was just the end of the lottery. We're moving into our playoff teams now. Uh Torres, you got the Orlando Magic here. Uh who would you have them take?
2: Orlando Magic. Mm.
1: Let me see. Uh y'all
2: be killing me. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Magic will possibly get RJ Hampton. Oh, um, ah, okay. Um I I I'm looking at him and He's a lot of people compare him a little bit to, very similar to uh, Damian Lillard uh, from some of the reports. Um, I really I haven't really seen that in this game like that, but mm-hmm. um, I mean he he must be something different. I mean he's a tall guard. He's six foot five, so it'll be really interesting to see. Uh, him with the Magics and, and all their pieces. I mean, I ain't going to lie to you looking at some of these teams. It'll, it'll be really interesting to see how they add to what they already got because the Magics, they're not a bad team. They mm-hmm. even stole them last year against the
1: Bucks. So Okay. All right. So, uh, that brings me on to the Trailblazers here, a team that a lot thought would maybe upset the Lakers in the first round as an eighth seed. Uh, already have a pretty well-established team with all the veterans, uh, with all the way they built, you know, in the draft the good pickups they've made and everything um and here I'm a little not real shocked but just a little shocky slip slipped to me here I think they do go big man uh Hassan Whiteside's about to be out it seems they're not gonna be able to afford to bring him back um not that he's you know nothing too special but he did play pretty well for them this past year Zach Collins bat- has battled injury it's another big man that they lost out on and um honestly outside of that when you're is it, yeah, it's winning Gabriel. They were having to throw winning Gabriel in there against the Lakers. And when you got that guy going in, yeah. that's barbecue oh chicken. All right. So we got to go with somebody. We got to get a bigger body in there. Somebody that can maybe <laughs> defend a little bit and help out. I mean, I know they got Nurkic, but we'll go Jalen Smith here from Maryland. A guy oh, that okay. not only, you know, big body uh, that can bring it to you down low, but, Man, he can spread the floor a bit, too. He can shoot pretty well. So, I think it's a match made in heaven. I'll go Jalen Smith here to the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, so, next up, we got Minnesota again. And that is that is Zach picking here. So, not once, but twice you got Minnesota. So, who did, who did you get him going with here?
3: So, we went with Anthony Edwards at the first overall pick. I really wanted to get Jalen Smith there. So, you Ooh, sorry. Before, you know, kind of let him take that five pressure off of, you know, soft Carl Anthony Towns, you know. Yes, he is soft. He doesn't want to bang down low if he doesn't want to. You know He's how a baby's bottom. Yeah, so. <laughs> Sad. take I'm going to go with.
1: There's another big man I was looking at that almost went to UGA uh, for his college ball. Ended up going to Memphis. Precious Achua. That's, That's who I. Nick
3: Okay. Yeah, I don't know too much about Precious Achua, but uh, a lot of the comps that I've seen are Montrezl Harrell. You know, I think if he's anything like Montrezl, they could use a little bit of that nasty dog in uh, Minnesota. So, we'll go yeah. with Precious Achua. He'll slide in at the four. You know, grab you some boards, grab you some re- – uh, grab you some boards, you know, block some shots for Carl Anthony Towns. And, you know – just kind of give them a grittiness that Minnesota's been lacking for a while. So. Okay, all right. Uh,
1: so that brings us up to the Dallas Mavericks, a team that uh, for a while there they had me thinking they might get upset those Clippers. They were they were pushing them to the brink, man, and they got a great they team already together. Torres, who did the Mavericks go with here to push them over that over that top?
2: Well, you know, I was happy that my Mavs were pushing the Clippers. You know, they were setting them up to beat the the Lakers, which they would have if they would have played, but mm. you know, mm. it would have been really interesting to see. But since they didn't get an opportunity you know, to, you know how the league is. Uh-huh. Um, Kyra Lewis from Alabama. Let me tell you why. Um, okay. I like him. I've watched a little bit of his game. He is a phenomenal point guard. Do I see him coming in starting? Probably not. But when Luca's off the court, we have a guy that can still score, a guy that can facilitate, a guy that can move the ball up and down the court. If you look at how the Mavs play, they play a lot. Like, they play a lot in fast breaks. They're moving. They're moving up and down the court. The moment the rebound is, is got, they're moving down the court. Not a lot of times where they really set up offense sometimes. It'll be really interesting to see um, Kyra and Porzingis in there together. I, I like Kyra. Yeah. Um, he's fast. Playing in SEC, um, real fast. He's actually he's actually only nineteen. We well, he's well, he about 19 and a half on the corner yeah. of his birthday, man. and uh, he's younger than some of the other freshmen. So he's gonna, I mean, he's gonna have to grow up a little bit. But mm-hmm. no better uh, place to grow up than you know being there with Luca and Porzingis and all the other uh, veterans on the team. So I, right. I like Kyle.
1: Nice, yeah. I don't mind that pick one bit. That's a lot, ton of upside there with that speed. So. Um, good pick. All right, so that brings us to Jackson, going with the Brooklyn Nets. A um, lot of got – they look loaded, and it looks like they're looking to load on even more players uh, this offseason. But who, who do you have them picking here?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, this pick will be kind of a wild card because they're all going to be about Kev- Kevin Durant and Kyrie coming back, and it'll just be maybe finding somebody that can contribute maybe eight to ten minutes a game. So, I'll go with Josh Green out of Arizona. I mean, he'll be another in- – Another big guy for him to rotate in there. Um, You know, they're they're pretty deep, actually, as a team that has two superstars like that, you know, with LaVert, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, and some of those guys. So, I don't know how much playing time this guy will get. I could easily see them maybe trading it and, you know, trying to add another guy to that roster. But uh, give me Josh Green from Arizona. I think he's got some upside.
1: Okay. Yeah, good pick there. All right, so that brings us to number 20 here, the Miami Heat reigning Eastern Conference Finals champions. Uh, coming in, they pushed it to six games against the Lakers. You know, where could they go here? I know they got, they're going to be losing Crowder, possibly Dragic, you know, but, you know, they were playing without Drogic anyways for the most part in the finals. Um, so I was thinking about, you know, what might they need? Kendrick Nunn, although he did show out at the beginning of the year, he really faded out and fizzled toward the end, and you couldn't really count on him whatsoever. Um, so I, I don't know, man. I see Miami going here, and I know that they got a lot of Kentucky boys, they got Tyler Hero. They got Bam at a bio,
3: so why, right. not why not
1: go with Tyrese Maxey? Why not go with Tyrese Maxey? a good point guard, good pedigree. We're going to keep that pipeline going here. Coach Cal, thank you so much for supplying us these Eastern Conference championships. Uh, so, yeah, man, I, I can see them going with him here. You can't go too wrong with the guy. I mean, to be honest with you, I hold him in the same regards as Calvary Lewis a little bit, but um, I think he's a perfect fit here, and uh, I think Pat Riley would make the best out of it. Anything to add there right quick before we uh, take a quick break, guys? No. 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 All right. All right. So let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll finish off the rest of this draft and then dive into any uh, NBA rumors that are out there swirling around. All right. All right. See you guys in just a sec. All right. And we're back. Picking it up at number 21. Pick number 21, the Philadelphia 76ers. A team that's uh, been quite frustrating. I know they went and got Al Horford to add to that, like, what, Twin Towers kind of office they were trying to push. And now they're in a – we don't know where they're going. They pulled in Daryl Morey this offseason to bring him in. We'll see how that one works out. A bunch of rumors getting into that. But pick number 21, Philadelphia 76ers. Zach, who would they go with here?
3: Uh, I don't think, you know, we're committed to Ben Simmons being, you know, the ball handler for Philly anymore. Um I think we could see him run maybe a little bit of that four or five that we, you know, fits more of his body type anyway, kind of maybe a Russell Westbrook role that you saw, you know, those ultra-small ball lineups where Russell was playing the five. Now you have Joel Embiid there, but I could see, you know, Ben Simmons being the backup center at times or, you know, playing down low more. So let's go with uh, Theo Maladon. Uh Okay. He's a good guy. Like, I think he is one of those prospect types that, you know, that can kind of stick put him on the second unit and kind of see what happens with his development. So, we're just adding a piece to Daryl Morey's chest, I guess, with this one. So, All right, all right.
1: Uh, so, that leads us next to pick number 22. And that will be Denver. Denver really surprising a lot of folks in the playoffs, you know, upsetting the Clippers, coming back, coming back from being down 3-1. And, I mean, man, they put everything out there and they showed what they have for the future. Who do you see them adding here to uh, maybe push them over the top here?
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, they're going to be a team that's – you know, kind of loaded with cap space here. Paul Millsap's coming off the books this year. Um, True. A lot. They've drafted really well. I mean, I think, I think Jokic is probably maybe the greatest second round pick ever. I mean, yeah, could all be all NBA talent. I mean, first team all NBA talent year in year out can probably jump into the MVP conversation if you wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're still a young team, and I still think they have the best ahead of them. Um, it's it's kinda hard to project what they want to do here because I think they're probably gonna be more in a win now mode, but the twenty second pick doesn't really fetch you a whole lot unless you're attaching something else to it. So mm-hmm. I think a guy like Jaden McDaniels out of Washington would, would oh my probably God. would probably fit well in there, wow. be a rotational player and maybe grow into that and possibly, you know, maybe take Millsap's role in the future. But I, I think could be a small time contributor this year, but could grow into the future. That would be nuts.
1: Who,
2: who, who You said he's probably the second greatest. Who, who would be the first greatest second-round NBA pick
0: ever? I mean, the one that comes to my mind was Manu Ginobili. I mean, I think he's had at least a yeah. more accomplished career than Jokic with all the titles. And, you know, I mean, Ginobili used to be an elite shooter and defender. I think people forget that. Yeah. It's been so long. But
1: he was. was. He aged pretty well, too. He was somehow able to evolve his game to hang in with the young guns for a while there. Question.
2: um well, um, I, I just looked them up, but I was pretty sure Dennis Rotman. Yeah. Was the second round pick. So. Okay. Draymond that's Green, wasn't
1: he one too? And- Draymond. Well,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah you know, he's he's won some, yeah, champ- yeah. Hey, he's some Draymond, championships. He's good. I, well, uh, not based off championships. I mean, if that's the
1: yeah.
2: look at Dennis Johnson, you know, point guard for the, Celt- the 80 Celtics. So,
1: yeah. I mean, true, true. Yeah, that I mean, every now and then some of those guys sneak. And, um, I mean, could you blame him with the way Jokic was looking back then, looking like Chuck E. Cheese or something, the way that body feels.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, I mean, I could see it. But, man, he, he is really um, – I don't know, man. When he came back from quarantine, dude was in shape, and he has looked really good since. So, um, shit, he was looking good before, but even better now. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so that will lead us to number 23. And you know we got to swing this one over to Zach. It's the Utah Jazz. The Jazz making a making a little run here in the playoffs. They could they could have kicked out the Nuggets, but they ended up blowing a three one lead. Who who would they have needed out of this draft to have kept that from happening?
3: We're not worried about that. We're swinging for the fences with this. Okay, kid. go ahead. The guy that had a lot of hype going into college last year, it really has fallen to borderline second round talent. We're gonna go with Nico Mannion out of Arizona. Oh, you know, oh, shoot a little bit. We're gonna swing for the fences. Hopefully, you know, we still have a year under Mike Conley, and we'll see what we get. So, I'm all for it. You know, the only other people I could think would be, you know, try to add more shooting or maybe a replacement for Rudy Gobert if we decide to go that route. But I don't yeah. know. I kind of like swinging for the fences here. Best player available, Nico Mannion.
1: Cool, man. Yeah, I. Uh, how do you think he would mesh in with uh, Conley and Mitchell?
3: He wouldn't touch the floor when they're out there. Oh, so, so he, would, he
1: would be more of a – We're Jordan talking Clarkson about this guy would be Gilbert. on the Salt Lake
3: City Stars, like Grayson oh. Allen was, for the entire year, and we'll okay. see what happens.
1: So. Okay. yeah, I, I thought about that at the beginning. I was like, another Grayson Allen maybe? Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. And this guy, y'all aren't shooting for win now with a pick like this. You're
3: um, – okay. We'll see what we get, you know. Cool. They, you see them when they're in this situation, they either try to find shooting or they, you know, try to take somebody that they can kind of mold down in Salt Lake, so – Zach, okay. so is that,
2: is that, what does Utah need to, let's yeah. say, Western Conference Finals? You know, that
3: type of uh, – healthy Mike Conley, uh just another superstar, man. is tough with just Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Like, it's tough to look at the roster and be like, hey, they can't compete because, I mean, we took Denver two seven games, you know, so. Um, and um, was a shot
2: away from winning it,
3: so. I mean a superstar like you you, you're looking there with LA you know you got Paul George Kawhi you got LeBron AD like we're not at that level so yeah the thing is you might as well swing for the fences when you're Utah because you're not going to convince free agents like that to to show up to Utah so you have to find star power you know especially you
1: guys with the way things have been um, you definitely got to build up that's how you guys got Donovan right you know you shot for the fences there and
3: Straight up, went after Donovan, worked out there. You know, yeah. drafted Rudy Gobert in the second round, I believe, or uh-huh. into the first round. So, you, know, you just okay. got to find our, your star talent in the draft. So, we're trying to do that here with Nico Mannion. I think he has the highest potential left and possibly the high, uh, the lowest floor. So, swinging for the fences.
1: Okay. Well, I don't mind that pick one bit. Uh, so, that will lead us to number, pick number 24 here. That's the Milwaukee Bucks. I'll be picking that one here. Uh, so the Bucks, a lot of teams or a lot of people had this team making it out of the East, going for the finals, uh, didn't end up going that way, um, ended up kind of self-destructing. And I was thinking, you know, what could they need? You know, maybe some more perimeter work. And I, that's what I ended up kind of landing on. I don't know what kind of moves they'll end up making. Eric Bledsoe's looking like he's kind of uh, holding them back a little bit to a sense. Um, I don't necessarily think they need a point guard because, I mean, they got Dante DiVincenzo, they got George Hill, two guys I like, and so does his good occasional game. So I was thinking more of like a wing guy, shooting guard, another one they could add to the arsenal, a guy that can, you know, pop some threes. So um, I'm ending up, I'm going to go with Desmond Bain here. Uh, I was looking at some of his stuff. Um, he comes in really good, comes from TCU, shot lights out from three. One of, one of the, like, probably the second best shooter in this draft after Naismith, who I drafted earlier. To, to, to my own horn here. Uh, but, but, yeah, I think he would be a good pick here. he, he real well, Kyle Corvers, you know, the rest of them that they got there. So, uh, I don't think he can go for um, much more here than them. Uh, so, that will lead us back around to OKC. Uh, looks like they're about to unload Chris Paul. They got a ton of picks uh, coming up from the Clippers, the Rockets. They have just stockpiled. Uh, Zach, who do you have them taking here?
3: Let me go with – Kind of an oddball name here. And let's see if I don't uh, butcher this name. Seriously. So we'll go with Alexey uh, Pukosvetsky. All, All right. right. I think that's
2: pretty good. I was just, I All right. I yeah. Good.
3: So he's a seven-footer. He can shoot. He's pretty nimble. You know, I think OKC has the pieces in their war chest to take shots on random people like this, you know. A lot of people were, when Giannis was drafted, were like, well, who's this guy, you know? So, yeah. we're going to take, you know, a chance on a guy that could be Chris Stapps, you know, Porzingis-ish, you know, needs a time to put on some weight, needs time to, you know, build a more NBA-ready body. But he's already seven-foot, can shoot, has good footwork from what I've heard. So, we'll take a yeah. swing for the fences with this one, too, knowing that I have an army of picks from the L.A. Clippers in the next six years. and I'll Yeah. I'll take my shot here, you know, see what for happens. For real. May as well, right. Yeah, I
1: like, I like that pick a lot. He's one of those draft and stash kind of guys from back in the day. Like your Manu you Ginobu know, that you brought up, Jackson. Uh, you know, he was a guy that, you know, he didn't come to the league right away. They just held his rights and he ended up coming and going off for him. So, could see that here. So, that leads us to number 26, the second of our Boston Celtics picks. Jackson, who do they have
0: here? Yeah, so not one, but two and three for the Celtics. Yeah. I'm I'm going to kind of go back to the guard spot and kind of take a guy I'm a little high on that I think could slip in the second round, but I'm going to take Isaiah Joe out of Arkansas. Okay. Uh, I think it'll be another depth piece for him. Again, th- these guys are not going to be expected to contribute a lot next year, but with some of maybe the contracts on the bench coming off, he could develop into being a rotational player, maybe a guy they keep around. So I'm going to go with Isaiah Joe. All right. Isaiah Joe, I can't even lie. I haven't heard that name um a
1: whole, whole lot, so – little caught me a little off guard on that one, but hey, he's one of my
0: guys, he'll be good, I promise.
1: Okay, he's got it. <laughs> it's coming from you, he's got to be good. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so number 7 or number 27, we got the New York Knicks here, Torres. Who do you see the New York basketball Knicks going with here? Um trash, but
2: uh um, trash that. But um, I'm I'm looking at him, man. Um um I'm going with uh Cassius Winston.
3: Um, oh.
2: You, on, from power in la let's go <laughs> oh, man. I wanted options I wanted options here man <laughs> uh, man I- I'm looking at him I mean he's a good part uh, good good player for Michigan State I mean yeah he's 22 got a little age on him um yeah I think I think he'll be pretty good for the Knicks um I think well the Knicks need a whole lot of stuff to be honest with you the Knicks need um everything but that would help give the Knicks, you know, along with the other young players, more room to operate offensively. And I think Winston can help provide that. So, that would be pretty interesting. Uh, he's not a really – I mean, he's a pretty good player. You know, 6'2". So,
1: I believe you know, he, he was – I think he was a Wooden Award winner at one point in his college work. career.
2: Yeah, I oh, think he was. Or yeah. he was
1: in the running for a while. He's, he's one of those – I don't
0: know if he won it.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Can't go wrong with a guy like that. He's been Michigan State for a while. He's done really well. He's always been a household name when it comes to college basketball. All right. So that'll lead us to number 28. My L.A. Lakers here. Coming off that championship, we got pick number 28 here. And uh, it's feeling pretty good. I was mentioning before the show, we got options to work with. Uh, although Torres just snatched one of those options off the board. I hate to see it. But. Um, I was thinking Cassius could maybe be one of those if Rondo was to leave. He reminds me of a little Rondo. You know, bring him in there. You know, has some playmaking ability, can pass the ball real well, um, has that leadership mentality. But there's a couple guys here. If I had to narrow it down, the three guys that come to mind for me, and y'all feel free to steal these for, you know, your picks here after this. uh, But Trey Jones from Duke, a guy I really like. Peyton Pritchard Um. from Oregon. And Tyrell Terry. From Stanford, another guy that's been rising up the boards. A lot of people kind of compare him to Trey Young, um, who I think they'll go with if available. I think they'll go with Tyrell Terry just because he's more apt to get picked. But who I would want out of these guys, I think I would want Trey Jones. He was uh, an all ACC guy, defensive player of the year. I like that kind of guy being on my team. You know, another right. Caru- sick him. You know, go after him just like Caruso. You know, go, go get him. You know, imagine like Caruso, Avery Bradley. Trey Jones just coming at you every play, just in, right up in your chest. You, you have no room to work. I would love that pick there. But, um, yeah, I think the Lakers end up going with a ball carrier here. If I had this pick, who they're going to get, it'll be Tyrell Terrier. Like I said, a guy from Stanford. Um, Big-time scorer. You guys will have to check him out, man. He's been a late riser here. Um, like I said, a lot of people kind of compare him, in a sense, to Trey Young. Uh, he's got that scoring ability that's uh, you know a lot of people like. All right, so that'll wrap up my little spiel. Sorry for you uh, for that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but number twenty-nine, we got Toronto. The Toronto Raptors uh, just won the championship, uh, you know, this past year. Um, and man, there are, looks like there's some changes coming on the horizon here for them. Jackson, who do you have them going with here? Or Zach? Zach, it's you going with it here? Sorry yeah. about that.
0: <laughs> no, no worries,
3: man. Uh, Boston again? Yeah, you got Boston. I really again. thought. That you had just taken Trey Jones, I was in the middle of adjusting. But man, you took Tyrell Terry. I'm going to take Trey Jones. Oh, you know, there's, there's reports that Van Fleet wants to get paid. Kyle Lowry's getting up there in age. I like Trey Jones fine. You know to fill in yeah. that spot. So let's go with it. Yeah. All right, and Jackson.
2: And it don't seem like Kyle Lowry is that old.
1: It don't. But he he don't, is though.
2: He don't look I
1: know, it,
3: he like an six 7 draft pick. So. He don't
1: look it though. If you look at him, he looks so young in the face, like you
0: would never some expect. Baby
1: faced. He is. He baby
3: faced, and he still
0: moves well. I mean, he does. I think he some of that, up with- He was a he was a four year college guy, wasn't he at Villanova? I mean, he was in college Something for a long time. Like I mean, he hadn't yeah. really necessarily yeah. been in the pros that long. I think it's probably the reason for that.
1: Wow. Yeah, and it's like he's aging like fine wine, man. It's like every year yeah. he seems to be getting better. Um, this past year, he he really astounded me, man. He looked really he good.
0: He's clown, Kyle Lowry, and now you oh, know yeah. everybody kind of respects him since he's got that title now. Looking mm-hmm. because like ah, Lebron
2: Lebronto was still putting it on him, regardless. Yeah, of the
0: exactly. Fact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll never let that one down. But yeah, Kawhi did something to him to make him transform, and um, man, it's it's showing. All right, so Jackson, last but not least, number thirty pick here. All right, you're not your first, not your second. But your third Boston Celtics pick here, who would they go with right here to round it
0: out? So, like they did with Cole Anthony earlier, I think they're going to take a guy that most people thought would be a lot higher. He was a top-rated recruit coming out also out of Duke, and that's Vernon Carey Jr. Okay. He, he kind of doesn't necessarily fit in today's NBA, which I think is what's pushed him down the boards. I think the athleticism is is not all there, mm-hmm. but – um, I think he could be a quality guy off the bench. And, you know, he was a top five recruit for a reason. So, I think when you see a guy like that slip, like Trey Jones was, um, you you take that. And I was just thinking, this is the first draft I feel like in a long time where you don't have that top flat player from Duke at at the top yeah. of the draft. I mean, if- Trey Jones and Vernon Carey are kind of their top two guys. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if they don't even go in the first round. I think they will, like we've said, but it wouldn't surprise me, really.
1: I think a lot of people look at them and they're like, we could probably wait on them. You know, they want to take the guys that they have to absolutely draft in the first round. And then, you know, if they got to circle back around, you know how second-round picks work. You can always buy one for like a million dollars and, you know, pick up the guy you like. And I think so. a
0: guy like Kerry was hurt by not being able to play in March Madness. You know, Trey Jones already had a year under his belt. So, you still – there's a lot of unknowns maybe with him, which has also pushed him down the board. So, I think there's a little bit going against him. But I think he could turn out to be a good rotational player there as a big – and, you know – Yeah.
3: Kerry's yeah, old school to me. Uh, you know, he doesn't really shoot the ball, so mm-hmm. he's kind of one of those old school centers that you can see kind of getting transitioned out of the NBA, and I think that really hurts him. So,
0: yeah, definitely.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well, that
1: rounds out the draft here. Uh, so we'll, we'll shift into a little bit of, of some rumors. So there's a team that we didn't go over. That's the Houston Rockets. They've been the source of a lot of rumors flying around, especially today. We're we're actually recording this on November 11th, and today alone. Uh, there's been news about James Harden wanting out. Russell Westbrook yeah. apparently wants out now. Then we get reports, James Harden doesn't want out. He is here to, you know, he's here to right the ship. You know, he wants to, he wants to stay
0: and make this work. Um, Jackson, thoughts here. Um. Well, first I thought it was kind of funny, you know, as soon as Russell Westbrook says he wants out, you know, Harden's fine all of a sudden, you know, he he's, you know, Houston for life, but. I, I just I think it's going to be hard to trade Russell Westbrook. I mean, it's easy for him to just go in there and demand a trade, but next year he's going to get paid forty six million dollars. Way too much. Add what feels like a hundred. What
3: swear? That's real numbers, bro. That that isn't is either. I knew it was his, up there. I didn't know it was forty six million. That yeah. is his and legit it's a
0: option too. So it's not like a club option where you can get out of that either. Like if you're screwed. You're, yes. you're going to be um, there. I. Maybe, uh, you know, me and Tyler were talking before the podcast. I threw out the Knicks. They've got a ton of room, and they'd be stupid enough to do something like that. James (laughs) Dolan strikes again.
2: That (laughs) will be the Knicks.
0: You know, and I know the Clippers have been floated around. I I don't see that at all. I mean, I don't see how they have the
3: money to do that.
0: Hey, this is me hoping that somehow, someway, Russell Westbrook makes
1: his way to the Clippers and ruins that team because it would no, not be No, let him make his
0: way to the Clippers.
1: And, well, they'll no. put it right
2: along with Paul George. Brick after brick, they'll build yeah. a whole house
1: together.
0: All right, instead of Lob City, it's going to be Brick City over there at the Clippers now. And yeah. they not, their not, their not, new <laughs>
3: arena they will
0: And Paul George on the same playoff team, and it, it's not, no, not. Oh,
3: no. yeah, that wouldn't work.
0: Oh, they wouldn't
1: Oh, be no. oh yeah, no. It, no. It, it wouldn't work at all. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, when the Harden news first came out, they said – so these were the three teams that were mentioned. They said if he was to leave, it would be Brooklyn, Philadelphia, or Miami. And I know that we had talked. I know that myself and some others, you know, there's yeah. been a, a common denominator of the places that James Harden goes. I guess I knew Miami had some strip clubs. I know Brooklyn's got some strip clubs. I didn't know Philly like, was a big, banging strip club place, but James Harden, he's attracted to the things. Uh, if out of these three, where would you guys maybe see Harden landing if if it was to happen? This is all hypothetical, of
3: course. Well, before we get into that, I do want to. <laughs> how amazing would it be if Russell Westbrook ended up on the Clippers with Paul George, who abandoned him in OKC? Just think about that for a moment, right? Uh, that is something George... about
2: dumps the fire. I yeah,
3: bet. You know, I don't know. I you think got Tom he ain't
2: going to control that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then you, you even got to look and see they basically traded those two guys for how how many draft picks was it plus sga
0: and didn't it look if i'm not mistaken i mean it was a mother load
1: yeah so it's an insane trade. Trade. it's great they like both both of them teams they played themselves on them trades um man that would be crazy to see that honestly um what are the rumors i know there's there's been some other rumors popping around um i know that i mentioned it before earlier in the show torres i know you keep up with the warriors a lot but lamarcus aldridge they're looking at maybe making a move and then there's been some stuff said like the spurs are up to some big things behind the scenes what do you Ooh. think a golden state team with lamarcus aldridge on it you know how would that work i mean i ain't gonna lie to
2: you i've been uh Lamar- i've seen some of the spurs lamarcus aldridge don't wet down a little bit uh he had those opportunities. To me, it still pisses me off. Uh, I want to say it was 2016. The Spurs were 39-1 and 1 at home. They had the number two uh, seed, you know, obviously behind the Warriors who was 73-9. But uh, that Spurs team was really good. And they were the only team – they beat the Warriors twice that season. And, um, um, man, it really pissed me off seeing that Spurs team because LaMarcus Auburn was a downfall. Tim Duncan was even playing up to, you know, he was already old. He was getting ready to retire. But he even played up to level. But Marcus Aldrich, I mean, like when times gets tough, he don't step up. I think that'll help being on the Warriors. Um, sometimes some people can't handle all that pressure by themselves. Having Steph, uh, Clay, and Draymond and whatever other piece they have, that would be big. So, I yeah. think him going to the Warriors can help some of his confidence. Okay. That'll
1: be interesting to see. All right, yeah, and last but not least, uh, Chris Paul. Uh, of course, it's been floated around today, and it sounds like it's real talks going on. Chris Paul to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, my dad, he's, mm. uh, he came out and was like, that's kind of sucks. He's not a big Chris Paul guy. I was like, Chris Paul would be great with Devin Booker, I think. Um, I don't know what it would take to get him, uh, but apparently the Thunder don't want anybody that has more than a year on their contract. They, they don't want any multi-year deals coming back in return, and they, of course, you know wanted, Sam Presley gets what he wants in these kinds of deals. Um, Zach what would you see with a Chris Paul led uh,
3: Phoenix Suns team Ricky Rubio but actually work like okay uh, oh. like, like Ricky Rubio was always touted as Chris Paul but it just never panned out so uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie last year I thought I was a big believer in the Chris Paul is done belief like uh, with him in Houston the way that collapsed I was really all about it's over for Chris Paul but and if he didn't come back and show what he had in OKC, so I don't know. I think it'd be fun to see him in Phoenix. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently to he don't. Work out. Apparently he don't want to go to the Lakers. Oh,
1: uh, that's <laughs> so, so. that one kind of sucks. But not that they nobody can wants to go to the Lakers. Though. They couldn't have. Yeah. Hey, you're gonna see. You're gonna see, man. We're gonna get Serge Ibaka. We're gonna get. We're gonna get everybody. Call,
3: superstars have seen the way KD got treated when he went to the Warriors. So. True. Anytime you're flirting with that, most superstars don't want to do it anymore. So if a yeah. teams want a title, I really don't see them adding another, another star right off the bat. So just some role players and whatnot. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I Imagine
2: it. Kawhi going to the Lakers. That would have been awful.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That would have been awful. Everybody can say, Oh, imagine Kawhi LeBron, in 80. No. It no. No, no. would have been special.
1: No, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from the guy that was that was all about the Warriors when they had freaking Steph Curry. Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Kevin Durant. Get that time out of out, here. Time out, time they out, They
2: built that. They grabbed all those guys. There it's was a crazy. difference. And according to y'all, ooh, you got three all-stars. LeBron, Kevin Love, Kyrie. Uh, okay, fine. Uh-huh. And Kevin Durant. So, so be it. Overkill, and those came were close. I mean, some of them Overkill. came close. Some of them was. Yeah. Some of them. I, it's not my fault. That you can't get Kevin Love to stay healthy. It ain't my yeah, fault. Come yeah, Enough of this bull crap. Let me get out of here. It ain't my fault. I mean, Kevin Durant made the best move for him. I, yeah, I, you know, we'll get that. We'll get to that next time. But I don't always. To me, I, I never thought that was a. I mean, it is a weak move. It was definitely. But, I mean, a weak move. I, was but weak. you have to
1: look at the main thing.
2: Look at LeBron. Not over here. Really okay,
1: all right. That's that's a story for another day. <laughs> all right, any other rumors before we close this down? Anybody have any other rumors they want to discuss?
0: No. I mean, the only thing I'll say about Chris Paul is he's like Russell Westbrook and you've got to pay him $45 million these next two years. Yeah. So, that's the <laughs> downside to it. That's, that's only part the
3: sucks. Hawks are getting Giannis in a year.
0: Yes. All Speaking right. We're not even discussing
1: that. Make it into existence. That's where they're going to go. Okay. It is now. Stay optimistic, fellas. That that hopefully it works, man.
2: That's like saying the Jets gonna win the Super Bowl this year. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, Jackson, Zach, thank you guys so much for coming on. It was a blast. Appreciated having you guys on for uh for the mock draft. Um, any last words here? It
3: was yeah. fun, man. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah. All right. There you go. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening in. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us a follow over on Twitter at the TNT Podcast or on Instagram at TT underscore podcast. Tell your friends, man. We appreciate it. So thank you so much, and we will see you next time.